To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. International correspondence on News Talk ZB. Oliver Peterson, 6PR Perth Live presenter with us now. Hey, Ollie. Heather, thinking of everybody there in Auckland, stay safe with the floods. Mate, you've almost said more than our mayor already. Thank you for that. Uh, the ra- the, how, how do you lose a radioactive pill? <laughs> Heather, the, this, I reckon, has to take this, the, the, the cake for the story of the year, and we're only in January. We have lost something the size of a pea in the Pilbara. We're searching for a needle in a haystack. We're talking about a 14,000-kilometre stretch of road and good luck finding it. Who is ever going to find this thing? And if, if you do find it, if you do touch it, you'll be exposed to enough sun over the period of 12 months. So, look, yes, it is serious. But I almost have to wonder and question, why would you panic the public with this stuff? You're never going to find this thing. It's dropped out somewhere. Rio Tinto were bringing it from Newman all the way down here to Perth. So it's a very, very long drive. These things are in some sort of lockbox. Somehow it's managed to escape the lockbox. I mean, you can't rule out foul play either. And then Friday afternoon, 3 o'clock our time, the, the big alarm, the big warning goes off and we're still searching for it here on, on Monday. It is bananas. How does it fall out of the truck, though? I mean, how, how is it? Ollie, like, you would think that the thing would be encapsulated in a gigantic box of reinforced metal and stuff, not sort of just, like, rolling around by the door. I'll tell you what, get the Auckland Mayor to try and explain this one, right? Because it's better to sort of say nothing about this one than try and explain it because the explanation I've received is that somehow it has left the box, there was a hole in the box, and then there's another hole on the outside box and somehow it's escaped the box, but it's all under lock and key, and it should never have happened. So, again, how does it happen? I don't know. I can't tell you, and we're all scratching our heads. Again, wondering why we're bothering telling everybody because... Now they're scared about some little radioactive pill that they'll never find. But they might find it, Ollie. I mean, you can't say that. I mean, you might, you might, you know, I think, is it not better for them to know that if you see something weird lying in the outback, don't pick it up? But it's tiny. It's six mils by eight mils. Like, you would actually walk past it. It's, it's, it's about the third of the size of a 10-cent coin, which is still tiny. It's tiny. Yeah. It's like a pea. Okay, and yet it can cause so much trouble, can't it? Now, the federal government is wanting to force the streaming giants to pay for Aussie content. Are we talking about the Netflix guys here? Big time. Netflix, Disney, Amazon, you name it. They want to basically put a quota in there. 20% of their profits has to be returned to making local content, which, look, in theory is good because you want Aussie dramas made, you want Aussie reality television shows made, you want Aussie documentaries made. But in practice, is there actually enough good content? Uh, you know, we, we are flooded in this country at the moment, pardon the pun, particularly what you're going through there in Auckland, but with the number of streaming services that if you want to watch Law & Order or SVU, for example, you have to get a subscription to Amazon Prime, but if you want to watch The Lion King, you need Disney+, Plus, and it costs people a lot of money. So are they going to turn around and do this? I think it will actually force the hand of a lot of these streaming services just to say, we're not going to offer the services in Australia anymore. I think it might actually backfire on the government here, and we just maybe have a couple of local uh, streaming services, which might not necessarily be a bad thing. Now, you have got um, quite quite significant delays for Sydney commuters because of the bus services being cancelled, but what's caused these services to be cancelled in the first place? We have a state election in New South Wales in just a couple of months' time. So, so the rail, tram, bus union are going to try and milk this for all it is worth. And this week, of course, in New South Wales is 
children back to school. A lot of people as well are back to the workplaces after their January breaks or because we had the Australia Day long weekend. And this morning, thousands of commuters have been told that their bus services have been cancelled or there will be only one in every three buses going on their usual routes. It's been chaos in Sydney this morning. It'll be the return this afternoon to the afternoon peak. And I can tell you what, commuters, while they can understand and sympathise with the fact that bus drivers want a 5% pay rise, they also just want to get to work and earn a few bucks themselves. So I don't know about this. As I say, the, the election's in the background. It's not far away. But if there's one thing that really annoys people is when they're trying to get back into the office, they're being uh, put through the ringer to try and get there. Brilliant stuff. Ollie, thank you for talking to us. Oliver Peterson, uh, 6PR Perth Live presenter. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.